2: Like the dripping snow, I have always been pure. Polite as Miss Manners, so mild and demure. More femme than fatale on a path that is narrow. More prim than lowbrow, as straight as an arrow. I've colored within the lines, kept my ankles crossed. Listened to my elders, content to be bossed. Yes, I've always dotted my eyes. Crossed my T's, minded my Q's, and also minded my P's. But in the innuendo, it's my asterisk, so I'll shut my Von Kluck now to break it down for you like this. I'm gonna embrace the whole earth, uh, full caboodle and kit. in tight clothing, I'll become the girl that's it. I'll be lovably wicked from my purse to my growls, scratching all my itches on my wild cat prowl. my sex, loose my mane from its bun, I'll be a credit to my sex, and I'll be second to none, I'll be good to the boner with variety and spice. A mumbler and a moaner, more naughty than nice Hooching my coochie and grinding my bumps Wooking my boogie, I'll shimmy my lumps In amazing disgrace I'll fly high my freak flag Harpet needs a good shag. Hooching my coochie, grinding my bumps. Wooking my boogie, I'll shimmy my lumps. I'll trade in my harp for some down and dirty sacks.
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs. It is the 19th of May in the year 2019, and you're now listening to Playtime with Sandra Radio. I'm your hostess, Sandra London of livinggrind.com, broadcasting for you live from the sunny beaches of Southern California. Playtime with Sandra Radio is available to you via Blog Talk Radio, TuneIn Radio, iTunes, digital podcast and liveandgrind.com, my official website. The first two songs you heard at the top of the hour were Nice to be Naughty by Kathleen, or sorry, Catherine Miller, and Fourth Selection by Big Jack Johns. Up next, please enjoy A Second Devil by Toussaint Morrison. We're going high, 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 and the heavens
3: above.
4: On, or go on or go on but it came to me while i was working sideways yeah. rolling silverware thinking once my time okay. was, before my thought could finish my girl sent a text saying we should end it Initially didn't know what to feel. She said my plans to leave for California gave her questions. I took a deep breath, took down my chills Said best of luck with St. Paul's. See you in the next one. Press on, and that's one last back to pack. Once it's time to hit the road, there's no looking back. Music is my mistress. Wiley is the magic hat Los Angeles is my spacecraft to crash. Just a waiter in a restaurant dreaming, letting his mind wander while he's cleaning. Working with the means of a blind swordsman. I won't need to see the light to know I'm closing in. My demons have been calling out my name. And I've been drifting like a ghost for so many winter days. That the outside and the in are starting to feel the same. I'm faking on pennies from the sidewalk, cheap rain. Lack of morality, impulse, bad tippers. And a death trap with four wheels to get there. Never without those who quit staring. The kickstart for Wiley and I to even sit here. The world's a hardened and center, spinning out of spite. It can make the question on where to draw the finish line. So I close my eyes longer than I can afford it. I won't need to see it to know I'm moving toward it.
3: we mm-hmm.
5: То, что не обратно, Небо опять станет светлым и ясным. земля и продолжится гонка вперед до нуля. Под капотом торвется, да бума пожиратель эмоций, усталых людей. Но куда бы ни ехал, купить меня ждет. Внутри мозга помеха, лететь не дает.
6: Disguise Embrace Your Design Yeah So I swear I'd never give you nothing. line in a poem And that no melody would ever carry your memory And song But this or deception feels it's like home. Cause since the day you left, it's all the how you've known. And for the most part, I beat you for my soul. But sometimes my hands they move without my control. Reaching through the darkness for someone to hold. When I know damn well that I'm better off alone. Cause you try to say everything, first bridge and course. And I curse your name until my voice rang hoarse. And I was worried how you would be after the divorce. Until I built a broken heart, man. Nothing to a corpse. I don't want money, I don't want cars. I just want to be free and to keep a one hundred. All these so would make me, me, and I'll drink to that. If you'll lift the glass, in the hope that when they will be, be something different. The glances that the devil let us see.
1: And we're back. You're listening to Playtime with Sandra Radio. And I'm your hostess, Sandra London of Living Grind com. You just heard A Second Devil by Toussaint Morisson, uh, At Dawn by Distemper, Augustus Pablo by The legions and Be Free by Elephant Funeral. Hi, there we are. The call-in number is 858-815-2333. Once again, 858-815-2333. And I want to give a big shout-out to the East Coast. Thank you for hosting me last weekend. I had a lot of fun, and about bought quite a lot of books. Yeah, <laughs> that's me. That's how I do. But um, before we get into anything else, let me go ahead and give you some music and also an audio clip of uh, On the Road. But let's start out with the song. Very quickly, I'm sorry my dog is barking like crazy tonight. I don't know why. Already, Where, where's it going? It's missing. Oh, there we go. Wait. No <laughs> Voila Acc- Accidental beat Let me hear that beat man That's the
3: beat Beat came a beating before I was opening up my raise and this one part dropped down into the hole so since I couldn't shave I said to my wife "Well, I'm going to become
1: Road by Jack Kerouac, recorded by Sandra London, June seventeenth two thousand fifteen, Part One I first met Dean not long after my wife and I split up. I had just gotten over a serious illness that I won't bother to talk about, except that it had something to do with the miserably weary split up my feelings that everything was dead. With the coming of Dean Moriarty began the part of my life you could call my life on the road. Before that, I'd often dreamed of going west to see the country, always vaguely planning and never taking off. Dean is the perfect guy for the road because he actually was born on the road when his parents were passing through Salt Lake City in 1926 in a jalopy on the way to Los Angeles. First reports of him came to me through Chad King, who'd shown me a few letters from him written in a New Mexico reform school. I was tremendously interested in the letters because they so naively and sweetly asked Chad to teach him all about Nietzsche and all the wonderful intellectual things that Chad knew. At one point, Carlo and I talked about the letters and wondered if we would ever meet the strange Dean Moriarty. This is all far back, when Dean was not the way he is today, when he was a young jail kid, shrouded in mystery. The news came that Dean was out of reform, reform school and was coming to New York for the first time. Also, there was talk that he had just married a girl called Mary Lou. One day I was hanging around the campus and Chad and Tim Gray told me Dean was staying in a cold water pad in East Harlem, the Spanish Harlem. Dean had arrived the night before, the first time in New York, with this beautiful little sharp chick, Mary Lou. They got off the Greyhound bus at 50th Street and cut around the corner looking for a place to eat and went right in Hector's. And since then, Hector's Cafeteria has always been a big symbol of New York for Dean. They spent money on beautiful big glazed cakes and cream puffs. All this time, Dean was telling Mary Lou things like this. Now, darling, here we're in New York, and although I haven't quite told you everything that I was thinking about when we crossed Missouri, and especially at the point when we passed the Booneville Reformatory, which reminded me of my jail problem, it is absolutely necessary now to postpone all those leftover things concerning our personal love things, and at once began thinking of specific work-life plans, and so on in the way that he had in those early days. I went to the cold water flat with the boys, and Dean came to the door in his shorts. Mary Lou was jumping off the couch. Dean had dispatched the occupant of the apartment to the kitchen, probably to make coffee, while he proceeded with his love problems. For him, for to him, sex was the one and only wholly and important thing in life, although he had to sweat and curse to make a living and so on. You saw that in the way he stood, bobbing his head, always looking down, nodding like a young boxer to instructions to make you think he was listening to every word, throwing in a thousand yeses and that's right. My first impression of Dean was of a young Gene Autry, trim, thin-hipped, blue-eyed, with a real Oklahoma accent, a sideburned hero of the snowy West. In fact, he'd just been working on a ranch, Ed Walls, in Colorado, before marrying Mary Lou and coming east. Mary Lou was a pretty blonde with immense ringlets of hair, like a sea of golden tresses. She sat there on the edge of the couch with her hands hanging in her her lap and her smoky blue country eyes fixed in a wide stare because she was in an evil gray New York pad that she'd heard about back west and waiting like a long-bodied, emaciated, Modigliani, surrealist woman in a serious room. But outside of being a sweet little girl, she was awfully dumb and capable of doing horrible things. That night we all drank beer and pulled wrists and talked till dawn, and in the morning, while we sat around dumbly smoking butts from ashtrays in the gray light of gloomy day, Dean got up nervously, paced around, thinking, and decided the thing to do was to have Mary Lou make breakfast and sweep the floor. In other words, we've got to get on the the ball, darling, what I'm saying, otherwise it'll be fluctuating and lack true knowledge or crystallization of our plans. Then I went away. During the following week, he confided in Chad King that he absolutely had to learn how to write from him. Chad said, I was a writer, and he could come to me for advice. Meanwhile, Dean had gotten a job in a parking lot, had a fight with Mary Lou in their Hoboken apartment. God knows why they were there. And she was so mad and so down deep vindictive that she reported to the police some false, trumped up, hysterical, crazy charge, and Dean had to land from Hoboken. So he had no place to live. He came right out to Patterson, New Jersey, where I was living with my aunt, and one night while I was studying there was a knock on the door, and there was Dean bowing, shuffling obsequiously in the dark of the hall, and saying, hello, you remember me, Dean Moriarty? I've come to ask you to show me how to write. And where's Mary Lou, I asked. And Dean said she'd apparently whored a few dollars together and gone back to Denver. The whore. So we went out to have a few beers because we couldn't talk like we wanted to talk in front of my aunt, who sat in the living room reading her paper. She took one look at Dean and decided that he was a madman. In the bar, I told Dean, Oh, man, I know very well you didn't come to me only to want to become a writer. And after all, what do I really know about it except you've got to stick to it with the energy of a Benny addict? And he said, yes, of course, I know exactly what you mean. And, in fact, all those problems have occurred to me. But the thing that I want is a realization of those factors. That's one to depend on Schopenhauer's dichotomy for any inwardly realized, and so on in that way. Things I understood not a bit, and he himself didn't. In those days, he really didn't know what he was talking about. That is to say, he was a young jail kid, all hung up on the wonderful possibilities of becoming a real intellectual, and liked to talk in the tone and using the words, but in a jumbled way, that he had heard from real intellectuals. Although, mind you, he wasn't so naive as that in all other things. And it took him just a few months with Carlo Marx to become completely in there with all the terms and jargon. Nonetheless, we understood each other on other levels of madness and I agreed that he could stay at my house till he found a job, and furthermore, we agreed to go out west time. That was the winter of 1947. One night, when Dean ate supper at my house, he already had the parking lot job in New York, he leaned over my shoulders as I typed rapidly away and said, come on, man, those girls won't wait, make it fast. I said, hold on just a minute. I'll be right with you as soon as I finish this chapter. And it was one of the best chapters in the book. Then I dressed and off we flew to New York to meet some girls. As we rode in the bus in this weird phosphorescent void of the Lincoln Tunnel we leaned on each other with fingers waving and yelled and talked excitedly as I was beginning to get the bug like Dean He was simply a youth tremendously excited with life, and though he was a con man. He was only conning because he wanted so much to live and to get involved with people who would otherwise pay no attention to him. He was conning me, and I knew it, for room and board, and how to write, etc. And he knew, I knew, this has been the basis of our relationship, but I didn't care about how we got along, or I didn't care, and we got along fine. No pestering, no catering. We tiptoed around each other like heartbreaking new friends. I began to learn from him as much as he probably learned from me. As far as my work was concerned, he said, Go ahead, everything you do is great. He watched over my shoulder as I wrote stories, yelling, Yes, that's right, wow, man, and whew, and wiped his face with his handkerchief. Man, wow, there's so many things to do, so many things to write, how to even begin to get it all down and without modified restraints and all hung up on, like, literary inhibitions and grammatical fears. (sighs) That's right, man, now you're talking. And a kind of holy lightning I saw flashing from his excitement and his visions, which he described so torrentially that people on buses looked around to see the overexcited night. In the West, he'd spent a third of his time in the pool hall a third in jail, and a third in the public library. They'd see him rushing eagerly down the winter streets. bareheaded, carrying books to the pool hall or climbing trees to get into the attics of buddies where he spent days reading or hiding from the law. We went to New York. I forget what the situation was. Two colored girls. There were no girls there. They were supposed to meet him at a diner and didn't show up. We went to his parking lot where he had a few things to do. Changes, his clothes in the shack and back, and spruce up a bit in front of a cracked mirror and so on, and then we took off. And that was the night Dean met Carlo Marx. A tremendous thing happened when Dean met Carlo Marx. Two keen minds that they are, they took to each other at the drop of a hat. Two piercing eyes glanced into two piercing eyes, the holy con man with a shiny mind and the sorrowful poetic con man with the dark mind, that is Carlo Marx. From that moment on, I saw very little of Dean, and I was a little sorry, too. Their energies met head-on. I was a lout compared. I couldn't keep up with them. The whole mad swirl of everything that was to come began then. It would mix up all my friends and all I had left of my family and a big dust cloud over the American night. Carlo told him of old Bully, Elmer Hassel, Jane, Lee and Texans. With growing weed, Castle on Rikers Island, Jane wandering on Times Square in a Ben hallucination with her baby girl in her arms and ending up in Bellevue. And Dean told Carlo of unknown people in the West like Tommy Shark, the club footed pool hall rotation shark and card player and queer saint. He told him of Roy Johnson, Big Ed uncle, his boyhood buddies, his street buddies, his innumerable girls and sex parties and pornographic pictures, his heroes heroines, adventures. They rushed down the street together, digging everything in the early way they had, which later became so much sadder, perceptive, and blank. But then they danced down the streets like dingle-dodies, and I shambled after, as I've been doing all my life after people who interest me. Because the only people for me are the mad ones. The ones who are mad to live, mad to talk mad to be saved, desirous of everything at the same time. The ones who never yawn or say a commonplace thing, but burn, 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 like fabulous yellow Roman candles exploding like spiders across the stars. And then in the middle you see the blue center light pop, and everybody goes, aww, what if they call such young people in ghost, in ghost Germany? Wanting dearly to learn how to write like Carlo, the first thing you know. Dean was attacking him with a great amorous soul such as only a con man can have. Now, Carlo, let me speak. Here's what I'm saying. I didn't see them for about two weeks, during which time they cemented their relationship to fiendish all-day, all-night talk proportions. Then came spring, the great time of traveling, and everybody in the scattered gang was getting ready to take one trip or another. I was busily at work on my novel, and when I came to the halfway mark, after a trip down south with my aunt to visit my brother Rocco, I got ready to travel west for the very first time. Dean had already left. Carlo and I saw him off at the 34th Street Greyhound Station. Upstairs, they had a place where you could make pictures for a quarter. Carlo took off his glasses and looked sinister. Dean made a profile shot and looked coyly around. I took a straight picture that made me look like a 30-year-old Italian who'd kill anybody who said anything against his mother. This picture Carlo and Dean neatly cut down the middle with a razor and saved a half each in their wallets. Dean was wearing a real western business suit for his big trip back to Denver. He'd finished his first fling in New York. I say fling, but he only worked like a dog in parking lots, the most fantastic parking lot attendant in the world. He can back the car 40 miles an hour into a tight squeeze and stop at the wall, jump out, race among fenders, leap into another car, circle at 50 miles an hour in a narrow space, back swiftly into a tight spot, hump, snap the car with the emergency so that you see it bounce as he flies out, then clear to the ticket shack, spring like a track star, hand a ticket, leap into a newly arrived car before the owner's half out, leap literally under him as he steps out, start the car with the door flapping, and roar off to the next available spot, arc, pop in, break, out, run." Working like that without pause eight hours a night, evening rush hours and after theater rush hours in greasy wino pants with a frayed fur lined jacket and beat shoes that slept. Now he'd bought a new suit to go back in blue with pencil stripes, vest and all, $11 on 3rd Avenue, with a watch and watch chain and a portable typewriter with which he was going to start writing in a Denver rooming house as soon as he got a job there. We had a farewell meal of Franks and beans and a 7th Avenue Rikers, and then Dean got on the bus that said Chicago and roared off into the night. There went our Wrangler. I promised myself to go the same way when spring really bloomed and opened up the land. And this was really the way that my whole road experience began, and the things that were to come are too fantastic not to tell. Yes, and it wasn't only because I was a writer and needed new experiences that I wanted to know Dean more and because my life hanging around the campus had reached the completion of its cycle and was stultified, but because somehow, in spite of our difference in character, he reminded me of some long-lost brother. The sight of his suffering, bony face with the long sideburn and a straining, muscular, sweating neck made me remember my boyhood and those dye dumps and swim holes and riversides of Paterson and the Passaic. His dirty work clothes clung to him so gracefully, as though you couldn't buy a better fit from a custom tailor, but only earn it from the natural tailor of natural joy, as Dean had, and his dresses. And in his excited way of speaking, I heard again the voices of old companions and brothers under the bridge, among the motorcycles, along the wash neighborhood, and drowsy doorsteps of afternoon, where boys played guitar, guitars while their older brothers worked in the mills. All my other current friends were intellectuals. Chad, the Nietzschean anthropologist, Carlo Marx in his nutty surrealist, low voice, serious, staring talk, old Bull Lee in his critical anti-everything drawl, or else they were slinking criminals like Elmer Hassel with that hit sneer, Jane Lee, the same sprawled on the oriental cover of her couch, sniffing at the New Yorker. But Dean's intelligence was every bit as formal and shining and complete without the tedious intellectualness. And his criminality was not something that sulked and sneered. It was a wild, yes saying overburst of American joy. It was western the west wind, an ode from the plains, something new, long prophesied long a coming. He only stole cars for joy rides. besides all my New York friends were in the negative nightmare position of putting down society and giving their tired bookish or political or psychoanalytical reasons. But Dean just raced in society, eager for bread and love. He didn't care one way or the other. So long as I can get that little gal, that little something down there between her legs, boy, and so long as we can eat, son, you hear me? I'm hungry. I'm starving. Let's eat right now. And off we'd rush to eat. Whereas, as said, sayeth Ecclesiastes, it is your portion under the sun. A western kinsman of the sun, Dean. Although my aunt warned me that he would get me in trouble, I could hear a new call and see a new horizon and believe it at my young age. And a little bit of trouble, or even Dean's eventual rejection of me as a buddy, putting me down, as he would later, on starving sidewalks and sick beds. What did it matter? I was a young writer and I wanted to take off. Somewhere along the line, I knew there'd be girls, visions, everything. Somewhere along the line, the pearl would be handed to me.
3: I was born to shine white She takes her time She has a right
1: 0400 hours 17 on 18 April 1911, I had about come undone, finito, cooked, over. I know this now. You won't. It is what is in the writing that counts, above all things. Deceased, Jane or John Doe. Time of death, 0100 hours 20. There's three whole hours in there, or just about, and one or more others, or thereabout. I remember my hair, down to there, everywhere, my tongue, my tears, my tits, my pussy, pretty skull, the cold, darkness, the order, lean back, look up, eyes closed, wrap your lips round, Field skin tight, the light, ugh, lights, harsh, gross, so profane, so brilliant, my double D's, Mais moi, je ne pose pas, Monsieur. I shield my bright and polite society. Merci bien. Sacré bleu. The smoke. The probe. A rescue. A seizure. Your hands. My waist. A pleasant plop. A plomb. Eternal warmth. Then abandon a hover, a tunnel, alien, and alone, all at the same time, colorblind, colorless, a heady omnipresence of gray, gray, gay, a coxist catastrophe with no end, no sight, some savior, some witness, a messenger, a call for agency, familiarity, long pause, vile accusations, pressure, a lift, long pause, restraint, a face plant, long pause, I wail, I plead, mercy, release, an ear, an end, long pause, I dread the blur, the wait, fluid time, I seek connaissance, I could be more than me, possibly, one in one night, one and two nights, maybe less, maybe more, let's see, a producer, if you will, PRODUCE, IF YOU MUST, OR INSIST, BUT NEVER, NOT EVER, A DIRECTOR, A DWELLING PER SE, PERCHANCE, CURTILAGE INCLUDED, A BOX WITHIN A BOX, PACKAGING, BORN AT SEA, SUBMISSION, BORN IN THE AIR, THIS BOX, squared, UNREADY-MADE DISPLAY. This play, window lady, window girl, wonder woman, LMP, and okay, look at, talk at, written around, written without, stamped within, shrouded and code, valued at, one-ninth Maybe two ninths, but never as one. Time of birth, 0, 0400 hours, 17. Time of death, 0, 0100 hours, 20. Rewind a still life. Your last breath.
7: Yeah! Charge. And I guess I want it all, man. We talk about yachts in the Caribbean, like $100 Real rare restaurant. I'm black, flaggo, City i Push them out the car, though okay. Bitch, you know I'm Gucci I'm who hoes go to war get for my Little man's strategy Me, I'm sitting casually uh-huh. Waiting
1: by the exit for
7: my bitch To bring my present I Call a it tax-free it free it settlement blago gon' embezzle it Gator uh-huh. boost and jury Gets me getting money's It's evident Study yep. dead presidents, Turned it into blood money oh, Bitch could cry A ripper couldn't even get a hug nope. From it Pimping on this line Be on time Work your service My constituents are Rich, get my money, it's your purpose to yeah. support us. Yeah. Support us, or lay down like union workers, slipping burgers. It's your Still future. Money. While I island hop Bermuda, yep. getting money yep. like I'm supposed to. <laughs> Pimping legal hoes, too. Yep. Dead grows a Mac and paper stacking on the floor, too. What you paying for? So yeah. So yeah. Like your pass? Like and, so so and, and I get sour. She get money out here, money We out there, and I get sour. we that good green, that good green, that good green. And I get
8: sour. Y'all don't know about that ever had a
7: thousand dollars? It all, man. A $40 Damn, I it all, 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 am rich. Running them different shifts. Black tenant, whippers, renting. I'm working my little tennis. Stacey Adam up her ass. She it Playing broke. When I know it ain't no limits to pimping I up her throat. God, on the table, the voters who make me rich. I'm Every John, Dick, and Harry who paying to get they fix. I got, got secret handshakes to shake snakes who mix. Try and change my you? campaign of money over you tricks what? on constructing public housing. Teach uh-huh. you how to thousand. <laughs> my whole never stitch, only say it don't involve what him. Do Risco was a fool like the people who surround I'm him. Damien is my G, he can hide and money found I him. Me, I'm so spectacular. Pimpin' my vernacular. Yeah. Take a clear pathway yeah. to the moon when I'm cracking yeah. her. Double up my sack on her. Double. Show her money, magic, keep her feet, walking the turf till I knees on the carpet. Yeah. Knees yeah. on the carpet. And I guess I want it all, man. What y'all know about that what money, man? I, that money. That money. This, it's 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 I guess I want it all, man. Y'all know about the blind. And I guess I want it all, man. That Egyptian, hot. And I
8: guess I want it all, man. Y'all still paying the, bar, still
7: man. Paying the part, and man. And we late, man. man. We part, man. We got late, man. We late, man. I do. Back, back. And I Matter
8: of all. the owner comes out. And I got styrode at all.
7: Two words for you, man. And I got styroted all. Cool. Yeah. cool. Yeah. Can you swim? Can you swim? I can't. I can. I drowned a few hours. I holes. drowned a few hoes. Matter of fact, I back back almost bit by got bit by, by alligators. By must recognize plunder on my gate on my gator food. We're getting money. Stewart are using shoot. Stewart, they're gonna shoot. And I still got pumpkin. I
3: A chuva Pegou todo mundo de surpresa Mas você Tava em casa Esperando o que me diz Você sabia da chuva Então guarda Um pedacinho que eu não quero mais Ter que discutir sobre o que faltou E o que sobrou pra mim, meu amor Vou andar de bicicleta Na praia de Copacabana Deixa pra semana que vem, meu bem Mas não se deixe levar Não tem chuva mesmo quando faz calor A gente podia tá andando na lagoa ou na Tijuca
9: Nice. dayream yeah. yeah uh i see professionistic <clears throat> Time, I don't do this all the time your part, everybody got a roll Slipping light to the night from the you're You lookin' like it like the ice in the gold I can look inside your eyes, no I ain't judging that Still to count up a hundred stack And I see what y'all doing. I had fun with that little run, but I'm done with that I'm on new shit I heard Nick talk, we don't do shit I had to see my nigga on the news Clear to every chance that I get it getting rich I might have to turn up on these niggas go stupid You look like the type that just deserve better I see your vision, you a go-getter I know go get em. And for the night And it, it might just be for the night We can do anything that we
3: like,
9: even if it's only for the thrill. Even if we're doing that a spite. You're looking like you scratch, you bite. I'ma fuck you right. Fuck you like Like I own it, motherfucker. Give it to me like it's
3: mine. mine. You're looking like you want it. Just don't waste my time. The
1: game. By Jack London, Chapter One. Many patterns of carpet lay rolled out before them on the floor. Two of Brussels showed the beginning of their quest, and its ending in that direction. While a score of ingrains lured their eyes and prolonged the debate between desire, pocketbook. The head of the department did them the honor of waiting upon themselves, them himself, or did Joe the honor, as she well knew for she had noted the open-mouthed awe of the elevator boy who brought them up, nor had she been blind to the marked respect shown Joe by the urchins and groups of young fellows on corners when she walked with him in their own neighborhood down at the west end of the town. But the head of the department was called away to the telephone, and in her mind the splendid promise of the carpets and the irk of the pocketbook were thrust aside by a greater doubt and anxiety. But I don't see what you find to like in it, Joe, she said softly, the note of insistence in her words betraying recent and unsatisfactory discussion. For a fleeting moment, a shadow darkened his boyish face, to be replaced by the glow of tenderness. He was only a boy, as she was only a girl, two young things on the threshold of life house renting and buying carpets together what's the good of worrying he questioned it's the last go the very last he smiled at her but she saw on his lips the unconscious and all that breathed sigh of renunciation and with the instinctive monopoly of woman for her mate she feared this thing should not understand and which gripped his life so strongly you know, the go with O'Neal cleared the last payment on mother's house, he went on. And that's off my mind. Now this last with Ponta will give me a hundred dollars in a bank. And even hundred. That's the purse for you and me to start on. And this dig she disregarded the money appeal. But you like it, this this game you call it. Why? he lacked speech expression, he expressed himself with his hands, at his work, and with his body and the play of his muscles in the squared ring, but to tell with his own lips the charm of the squared ring was beyond him. Yet he essayed, and haltingly at first, to express what he felt and analyzed when playing the game at the supreme summit of existence. All I know, Genevieve, is that you feel good in the ring when you've got the man where you want him, when you've had a punch at both sleeves waiting for you, and you've never given given him an opening to land him, when you've landed your own little punch, and he's going groggy and holding on, and the referee's dragging him off so you can go in and finish him, and all the house is shouting and tearing itself loose, and you know you're the best man, and that you played him fair and want him out. "'Cause you're the best man, I tell you.' He ceased, brokenly, alarmed by his own volubility and by Genevieve's look of alarm. As he talked, she had watched his face while fear dawned in her own. As he described the moment of moments to her, on his inward vision were lines the tottering man, the lights, the shouting house, and he swept out and away from her on this tide of life that was beyond her comprehension, menacing, irresistible, making her love pitiful and weak. The joe she knew receded, faded, became lost. The fresh, boyish face was gone. The tenderness of the eyes, the sweetness of the mouth with its curves and pictured corners. It was a man's face she saw, a face of steel, tense and immobile, a mouth of steel, the lips like the jaws of a trap eyes of steel, dilated and tense, and the light in them and the glitter, or the light and glitter of steel the face of a man and she had known only his boy face, this face she did not know at all and yet while it frightened her she was vaguely stirred with pride in him his masculinity the masculinity of the fighting male made its inevitable appeal to her a female, molded by all her heredity to seek out a strong man for mates and to lean against the wall of his strength. She did not understand this force of his being that rose mightier than her love and laid its compulsion upon him. And yet, in her woman's heart, she was aware of the sweet pang which told her that for her sake, for love's own sake, he had surrendered to her, abandoned all that portion of his life, and that this one last fight would never fight again. Mrs. Silverstein doesn't like prize fighting, she said. She's down on it, and she knows something, too. He smiled indulgently, concealing a hurt and not altogether new at her persistent in appreciation of this side of his nature and life, in which he took the greatest pride. It was to him power and achievement, earned by his own effort and hard work and in the moment when he had offered himself and all that he was to Genevieve, it was this, and this alone, that he was proudly conscious of laying at her feet. It was the merit of work performed, a garden of manhood finer and greater than any other man could offer, and it had been to him his justification and right to possess her, and she had not understood it then, as she did not understand it now, and he might well have wondered what else she found in him to make him worthy. Mrs. Silverstein is a dub, and a softie, and a knocker, He said good-humoredly, What'd she know about such things, anyway? I tell you, it is good and healthy, too. This last is an afterthought. Look at me. I tell you, I have to live clean to be in condition like this. I live cleaner than she does. "'or her old man, or anybody you know. "'Baths, rub-downs, exercise, regular hours, good food, "'and no making a pig of myself. "'No drinking, no smoking, nothing that'll hurt me. "'Why, I live cleaner than you, Genevieve.' "'Honest, I do,' he hastened, to add at sight of her shocked face. "'I don't mean water and soap, but look there.' "'His hand closed reverently, but firmly, on her arm. "'Soft. You're all soft, all over, not like mine. Here, feel this. He pressed the ends of her fingers into his hard-arm muscles until she winced from the hurt. Hard all over, just like that, he went on. Now that's what I call clean. Every bit of flesh and blood and muscle is clean right down to the bones. And they're clean, too. No soap and water only on the skin, but clean all the way in. I tell you it feels clean, it knows it's clean itself. When I wake up in the morning and go to work, every drop of blood and the meat is shouting right out that it is clean. Oh, I tell you. He paused with swift awkwardness, again confounded by his unwanted flow of speech. Never in his life had he been stirred to such utterance, and never in his life had there been cause to be so stirred. It was the game that had been questioned, its verity and worth, the game itself, the biggest thing in the world, or what had been the biggest thing in the world, until that chance afternoon and that chance purchase in Silverstein's candy store, when Genevieve loomed suddenly colossal in his life, overshadowing all other things. He was beginning to see, though vaguely, the sharp conflict between woman and career, between a man's work in the world and a woman's need of the man. But he was not capable of generalization. He saw only the antagonism between the concrete flesh-and-blood Genevieve, and the great abstract living game. Each resented the other. Each claimed him. He was torn with the strife, and yet drifted helpless on the currents of their contention.
8: i bring it back, symbols and tracks Wear a
5: lot of hats, hat. plan for
8: attacks We shoot the vids, i bring out the cam Let's book a show, and please pay in advance, bruh I love this shit, I love this shit. shit My whole life, my whole life i forever been To shed,
3: to shed my whole life, my whole life.
8: Call me hurricane, cause I blow too many trees. I informed the a habit, still cool as two degrees. I spend all my cheese just to get a high zoom, they waving by. Only way to fly this life. I'm it a life stop, stop. I, love I, love I love this shit I love this shit My, My shit. whole life My whole life
1: I've forever,
8: forever been Savvy Forever been Savvy I love this shit, I love this shit, my whole life, my whole life Won't wait for change trying to spit a verse on the greatest stage Only thing that hurts the latest stage. Wanna see the world, gonna break this cage Wait for the bus, labor for a buck Couldn't book a tour, so I made one up Hop on board, let's skate, no trucks More than ordinary, bruh Cut that check, put some respect Student loans, massive debt, stupid homes That's a neck, produce the song Rapping vet. uh The people love the melody And the simple song, it is wrong If we ever forget who this is for This is for this is for, this is for, this is for all y'all. Uh, this is for, this is for, oh, this is for all y'all.
0: Oh, ah, uh,
3: let's uh, lavish.
0: This for my ladies. Yeah, her taste expensive. Oh, she's so picky yicky. Got them tricking on that pussy, how she so tricky yicky. Looking so sexy, I got that stiffy yippy. Let me crawl up in that nookie, call me itchy pissy. Wanna get lifted? Come roll this stiffy yippy. Wanna get tipsy? I get so trippy hippie. Uh. She drippy, saying that she don't want no hickeys. You could kiss me, but hurry up. I got to wet she like a whiffy. She say the mother niggas yeah, She want to ride and roll that sticky, iffy. Oh, she got that lolly and yeah, she licky, iffy. Lickin' at me, she want that oh, quicky yicky. She want that quicky yicky, She want that quacky, she, said she want licky lickie, Say the mother niggas iffy, iffy. She gon' ride it and roll that like sticky, yicky. Looking at me, she want that clicky icky She want that clicky icky Yeah, I pet that kitty yitty. I know you like it Rubbing that titty yitty, Got Got you excited Get that sticky yicky. You invited to my city yitty. Come through, shorty, I ain't with the chitty chitty. Oh yeah, that pussy so pink, oh that's so pretty yitty. Go so hard when I beat it, I feel no pity yitty. Hit me up and I pick you up like a willy, yitty. Get you sticky. She's a mother nigger, sticky
3: yicky. Oh, she got that lolly and yeah, she licky yicky.
0: baby smoke hello
1: all you sexy naked girls radio listeners have yourself a naked day and make it a naughty night with me Sandra London on now that's better, baby. Why don't we sing a song to help pass the time?
2: Hmm? Row, row, row your boat
3: gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 lightly. is
8: down a stream. stream. Merrily 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 life is but a dream
3: Merrily 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 merrily
8: life is down the stream Merrily 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 merrily